0: Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and A.J. Skiftstad.
1: Good morning, everybody. How you doing? I'm Jeremiah Isley. Welcome to another episode of... Board Games Daily. Thanks for tuning in today. We've got uh, some cool stuff coming up for you. Scott Firestone's going to do a first impression review of uh, Freedom from Academy Games. This one's all about the Underground Railroad, which is it's a co-op game. Sounds like it's a lot of fun. Hope you guys enjoy taking a listen about that. And of course, today's Friday, so it's what will you play Friday? Get us that list. Tell us what you're playing this weekend. We'd love to hear you. Are you at Gen Con? What's cool? What what new hot game did you pick up that you're going to be playing while you're there? We'd love to know. All right, let's get into this one. Of course, we want to remind you about our Patreon page. Head over to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon. There you can find out how you can be a part of what we do here at Board Games FM and at Theology of Games as a greater good thing. So, Thanks for taking a minute to think about that and check that out. And we'll be back with more. Stay tuned here on Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games.
0: This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more board game buzz as Board Games Daily gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our tables.
2: Hey guys, Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by Theologyofgames.com. Wanted to talk about a first impression of a game I got to play last night. Well, actually, it's like the first impression of a first part of a first impression, because we only got to play half of the game. But my 10-year-old and I set up and dove into Freedom, the Underground Railroad, a game by Academy Games where you are working on the side of the abolitionists to help as many slaves as you can to get from southern plantations to Canada and freedom. Super interesting game. I read the rules. I'd read them before, and then I read them again last night, and it was kind of obtuse. I wasn't sure how things were going to work. And a turn or two in, you realize how things are going to work, and it was also a turn or two in where I realized... Oh, because I didn't we didn't know how things worked at the beginning, we're probably going to lose. But we're still playing to see how it goes. But really interesting mechanisms where the game is uh it's a cooperative game and the game is working against you. You can see what's going to happen in the future. That future being ships full of slaves who are coming to the states and those slaves have to go to plantations. So you on your turn are trying to get slaves out of those plantations and there are two fold reasons to do that. One, you have to move these slaves along these different routes and you're eventually trying to get them up north to Canada, which is one of the victory conditions is getting a certain number of slaves based on the number of players to Canada. So you want to get them off of the plantations and up there to Canada because that's part of winning the game. Also, you want to get them out of the plantations because at the end of the round when those ships dock... Those slaves have to go to the plantations, and if there are not spaces for them to go in those plantations because you've emptied them, then they go away. They go to a card on the top corner of the board that, again, is different for every, uh, depending on the number of players, and they're just considered lost. And the game doesn't tell you what that means, and um, I don't like to think about what that means, but the point is, if you get a certain number of slaves lost, you lose the game. So every turn is trying to figure out how can I get some slaves out of, out of these plantations? How can I get them moved safely? Because there are slave catchers all over the map. And when you move a slave into a certain city, a slave catcher will move in their direction. And if they end on the same spot as a slave, they catch those slaves and send them back to the plantations via those boats. So um, everything, it's it's just a big puzzle. You're trying to figure out, okay, if I move this guy here, that will pull that that slave catcher over here, but that means that those guys over on the east coast can maybe run up a couple spaces, and and not get caught. So super puzzly, super clever. I love um, just the 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 what this game brings to the table. One of my favorite things is there are these cards that are mostly good for you. You, they're cards that let you move slaves or. Um for free, or buy tokens to do different things and get some money, but there are also opposition cards in there, and those opposition cards are kind of just um they're shuffled into the deck and as they come up on this this lot this queue of cards, they might institute a bad thing that's happening, or when they roll off the edge of the table, a bad thing will happen, and you have to you have to pay to buy those cards, and so sometimes you actually have to pay to keep a card from triggering or to trigger it when you want to rather than when it rolls off the table and automatically triggers. So a case in point is last night one of the cards that came up was um, normally a slave catcher will catch a slave when they end on the space of that slave. This card that was, a, what was going to trigger at some point was up to three slaves that are adjacent to a slave catcher not just on the same space but on the space adjacent are captured and sent back to a plantation. Well, it happened that on this turn that that one was out, um, there weren 't any slaves adjacent to a slave catcher, so I actually had to pay money to buy that card and, and trigger it, but trigger it for no effect. If I had waited, who know you know it could have pulled three slaves away and would have sent them back to the plantations so there 's just this super clever card play, and it 's not it sounds daunting, but really the gameplay is simple and i I dare say elegant. There is a simplicity to it where these boats are coming. You need to have spaces for them. What are you going to do? First impression, again, only half played half the game, but it is really solid. I like the game. I like the way it makes me feel. It makes me feel these are not just cubes. These are people, and you have real decisions to make. And um, it it reminds me a little bit. I'm rambling here, and this is going along, but stick with me. The first time I played the video game Shadow of the Colossus, Um, I consider that a video game as art because of what it did to me. As I was playing this game, you start off and you're like, yeah, I'm going to kill these monsters. And you start doing that and the monsters are awesome and epic and these fights are amazing. And you get along and you start getting into a few, you know, a few fights into this game and you go, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? I don't know why I'm killing these creatures that are in some ways beautiful and magnificent and the game changed the way I thought and the game changed the way I felt and it moved me. And I feel that in freedom. I am making decisions with people's lives here and I can't take that lightly. Um, You know, there are times in this game where you say, I have to sacrifice slave X over here to this slave trader and send them back to the plantation in order to save slave Y and slave Z. And It's not just cubes to me and it doesn't, it it just makes me feel different than any other game where these are real lives and these are, um, real decisions to be made that, that give me angst and give me, uh, they're, they're hard. And so it's been great to talk about this with my 10 year old and the decisions we're making and, um, anyway, freedom, the underground railroad so far, halfway into a game. I like this game a lot. Check it out. Let us know what you think if you played it. We will talk to you later. Bye.
0: You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today.
3: Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games Daily, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad walking down to the beach uh, because I am on my last day of vacation and I did play some games already today on What Will you Play Friday. So what did you play Friday? I played Great Western Trail this morning. Great Western Trail is a game released by Stronghold Games. Um, it's a Euro style game in where you are taking cattle each turn along the Great Western Trail <laughs> making your way to Kansas City. And once you get there, you can get uh, lots of money for the cattle you sell, but you're gonna be selling cattles along the way and doing some other things along the way to move a train along the track and gain cowboys and carpenters to build buildings and all sorts of good stuff. As you put buildings out on the Great Western Trail, they're places that you and you alone can stop. It was a really, really cool game. Lots of different ways to get victory points. However, with that said, this wasn't completely my theme of style of gaming. So I liked the game. I had a lot of fun playing it. But there are a lot of Euros that I like a little bit more than this. Um, this was heavy, it had a lot of moving parts, and the iconography was hard to read. So although the game played very well, although I had a lot of fun, this is not one that I'm probably going to play often uh, if, if I even play it again. So um, I did play Great Western Trail today. Liked it, but not enough to add it to my collection or to maybe play it again. So that's my two cents on it. Anyways, what will you play this Friday? Talk to you later.
0: It's not just Friday. It's What Will You Play Friday. Use the voice message feature on Anchor or tweet at Theology of Games and let us know what you'll be playing this weekend.
1: All right, guys. Jeremiah here with my What Will You Play segment for this week. And uh, there's a couple things I'd really like to play this weekend. Again, I'm not totally sure how much time I'll have because of my life and the crazy nature that it seems to take. (laughs) But uh, first of all, I would like to play... I I still am holding on to hope to get uh, Black Orchestra on the table very soon. Uh, It's from Starling Games. This is a really cool co-op game about trying to kill Hitler and it just, it looks like a ton of fun. So I'm hoping to get that one on the table. I also am hoping to play Most Wanted, which is from North Star Games. It's, uh, it's kind of like a shootout. You're trying to be the best criminal, but there's like poker hands that kind of determine how you win certain things. It looks really cool. It's very, uh very casual i guess it's not a very in-depth game it's not a very complex game but it does look like a lot of fun a lot of uh sort of social you know i wouldn't say social deduction but there's a lot of meta game and trying to figure out what other players are going to do and obviously there's poker aspects to it so there's bluffing and that kind of thing that you really have to take into account but the big game that i really want to play this weekend is Everdell again? This is another Starlings game, uh, Starling Games game, and I got this in the mail this week. This game looks so amazing. The uh, just from a looks point of view, like it looks great, the components are great there's this tree that you build that you put in the in the on the board and you actually set like some of the meeples up there that you're gonna get during the game there's cards that go up there that you play th- with during the game uh, the the trunk of the tree is where the the draw deck is is kind of nestled in the the components are all great the there's all the different resources there's pebbles and logs like little sticks and it's it just it's very very cool looking game. And I read the rule book. It looks like a really fun game too. So, obviously, it looks great. I want it to play great too, and it appears to have it all. So it's light worker placement. You're building a tableau of critters and constructions, where you're kind of trying to build the city of Everdell and have uh, the best buildings along with the best citizens. It's all this woodland, woodland-like creature kind of thing with there's badgers and foxes and mice. This game looks really, really cool and really fun. And it looks just lightweight enough that I could probably teach it. I'm sure I'll be able to teach it to my boys and we'll be able to play it and have fun. So it looks like a very family friendly type of worker placement game. So that is what I'm hoping to play. Those are the games that I'm hoping that will hit my table this weekend. What about you? What are you going to play? Use the voice message feature on Anchor, which is a very, very cool feature. If you listened yesterday, we had a call in and we got to make one of our listeners part of the show. It's super awesome. Uh, so use that. Call in. Let us know what you're you're going to be playing. If not, you could just tweet at us at BoardGamesDaily and let us know what will you play because it's What Will You Play Friday? All right. I'm Jeremiah Isley. I'll be back with more today on BoardGamesDaily. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, that's going to do it for another episode of the board games daily thanks so much for tuning in we really appreciate it if you like what's going on here you can always help out by being a part of our patreon campaign head over to theologyofgames.com slash patreon of course we ask you to check out our social channels at board games daily on twitter and then of course on instagram twitter and facebook at theology of games thank you so much for tuning in we really appreciate it Last thing I'm going to ask is if you have a second to rate us and review us and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it's Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, uh, we really appreciate that as well. So again, thanks for listening. We'll be back on Monday and we'll talk about what we played over the weekend. I'm Jeremiah Isley for Scott Firestone and AJ Skifstad, and we'll see you next time. Go play some games, people.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by Theologyofgames.com. Don't forget to head over to Theologyofgames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.